hey, it's Dave, and you know I'm not a fan of pre-rolls, so the fact that I'm doing one, you know this is important, and it's time-sensitive, because March 21st at 5.30 Eastern, myself and my favorite book guru, Thomas Umstadt Jr., are doing a webinar on book launch secrets. And if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch, you'll learn more about it. But I just wanted to get this in here because that's right around the corner. Again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. Thicken up your skin and get ready for a supersized serving of opinion. Delivering constructive criticism and powerful praise, it's the podcast review show. This is the podcast that takes the guesswork out of first-time impressions. You'll discover new podcasts while learning podcasting tips. Join in on the conversation via voicemail, email, comments, and polls. It's all at our website, podcastreviewshow.com. Welcome to the podcast review show. Tonight, we're looking at the Wake Up Eager Workforce. And uh, joining me as always is Eric K. Johnson from Podcast Talent Coach. Eric, what do we do here on Podcast Review Show? On Podcast Review Show, we uh, invite a fine podcaster on the show with us. We listen to a little bit of their podcast. Well, Dave and I, we listen to the whole thing, but we treat you to a little bit of their podcast and we uh, try and help them find what they're doing right and what things they might be able to polish up a little bit to make their podcast even better. And that's why we call it the Podcast Review Show. Hence, we review podcasts. I know it's 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 crazy. Yeah. And tonight, <laughs> call the call the show what it is. Yeah. And, to, <laughs> and tonight we've got Susie. So, Susie, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. And what what made you decide to start a podcast? Um, I'm a journalism major, and I've always wanted to do more of the journalism. I worked in corporate corporation in the NCR Corporation out of college, and so. This is a little bit of my foray into doing journalism. 2008, I started uh, creating, I'm in the professional development business in 2008, I started creating little audio clips and playing around with that and making these little mini workshops that I would make available online, uh, used to eat junkie, you know, as the, as the shopping cart. Man, back uh, in the day. Back yeah. in the day, <laughs> yes. And then um, I really wasn't oriented towards podcasting and started listening to Tim Ferriss. I'm a fan of his, his books. And then started searching and found you, Dave, after I've listened to some other podcasts about podcasts and started my podcast. And I like doing it. It's, it's fun. It's creative. It serves a business purpose. Uh, it's a bit of a hobby. Because, um, because my business supports it, um, but it also supports the business. So I like it. Yeah, it's a nice marketing arm to your your business. Um, one of the questions we always ask is, is like, how do you know when your podcast is successful? So, you know, when it's doing this, I'll be happy. I, it's, I feel like it's already successful. And the reason for that is I'm able to multi-purpose everything. So uh, just today, I was having a conversation with somebody who wanted to get certified and I was sending her information. I said, oh, by the way, I did a podcast on that. I had a client talk about her her journey getting certified. And so I'll just attach this here in case you want to listen to it. Or um, earlier this year, I was going to see an executive team. I didn't know anybody um, and they had all gone through the assessments and there can be some tension and resistance around that when you're new and you walk in the room. Well, they'd all been listening to the podcast. So I walk in the room and they're 
you know, hey, we listen to this and hugging, you know, so so to me, it's already a win, you know, um, so it's already a win in my business for all of those reasons. And I guess the other other thing for me is um, it's just a, a really great creative outlet for me. And it makes me feel like that journalism. I mean, I'm always watching TV and my husband's heard it about 800 times. You know, if I had been in television, I would be doing that. I would be her. You know, it's like, I know, I know, I know. Uh, I would I would cover the serious journalism, not be the little hostess. I would want to cover, you know, real information, real, real, you know, stories. So um, you don't want to cover the uh, you don't want to cover the Kardashians. No, I would not do that. I would not do that. I mean, I, I think that's interesting. I like pop culture, but yeah, I would want the meaty stuff. So anyway, so just having fun with it, treating people well uh, when I interview and afterwards, uh, creating something that's of, of quality. I know my sound quality, I need to work on that, but the content and just sharing it is, it, it's, uh, that's all successful to me. Susie, you get some great guests on the show. It's called the Wake Up Eager Workforce Podcast. Uh, who exactly is the target for the show? So it's uh, my clients and who are senior leaders in corporations who are focused on creating uh, energetic, this is the three words I usually use, energetic, committed, drama-free workforce. And so all of the content are things that I'm um uh, First and foremost, I'm interested in, and then right parallel with that are things that people I'm working with are talking about or working on or trying to improve upon. So I usually find some intersection there. Fantastic. All right. Well, let's go ahead. We've got, um, it's going to, we're going to sit here for a while and listen to this, but we, I'm grabbing your intro because your intro actually has almost multiple parts. There's like the, the pre-intro and then the intro, yep. and a little bit after that. So we're going to uh, take a listen to this, and then uh, we'll give you our, uh, our impression here. Rage is contagious, and it creates distance, disaster, and divorce. But anger, expressed appropriately, equals energy, intimacy, and serenity. That's a quote by best-selling author John Lee, who I interview in today's podcast, podcast number 43. Title is, What to Do When I'm Angry, How the Detour Method Can Help. In this interview, John Lee and I talk about the difference between anger and rage. And this is groundbreaking information. I first heard this and learned about this in 2001, and it is going to make a difference in your relationships when you understand this difference between when am I just responding to this current situation and when am I in rage, which is something that is not probably what you think it is, um, but it is what causes that disaster and distance and breakdown in all personal and professional relationships are pretty much the reason. So what we're going to look at are nine things that we all do when we think we're expressing anger, but we're actually expressing what we're calling rage. We're going to talk about emotional regression. And so when we're in rage, we are responding to things from the past as well as what's happening in the present. And we're going to talk about what we need to do to move out of that space so that we can move to appropriate anger and the expression of that. We're going to talk about specific actions we can give to someone else or to ourselves when we are in this place of uh, upset that's going to have the possibility of creating distance and disaster. And then we're going to go into more of what is the detour method, which is the five questions we can use on ourselves or with another person to move out of 
inappropriate anger, rage, and regression. It's an important interview. If you've wondered why certain people or things push your buttons at work or at home, and if you want to have more direct, honest, and straightforward discussions when you're angry or you disagree with someone and you want those discussions to have you being honest and straightforward and be held in a productive way, you need to listen to this discussion. Let's get started. Hit it, Michael. Welcome to the Wake Up Eager Workforce Podcast, a show designed for leaders, trainers, and consultants who are responsible for employee selection and professional development. Each episode is packed full with insider tips, best practices, expert interviews, and inspiration. Please welcome the host who is helping leaders, trainers, and consultants everywhere, Susie Price. Hi there. Welcome to episode number 43, What to Do When I'm Angry, How the Detour Method Can Help. My name is Susie Price, and I am an assessment analyst, professional facilitator, and author. And we're in our 15th year of business at Priceless Professional Development. And I'm happy to be back with you in another podcast episode. This is episode number 43. And that's where I cut it. So what I'm going to do something different than we normally do. Susie, I want you to explain the thought behind your intro. Um, I like doing a quote and here are the three or four things we're going to cover. And then going to the the guy who announces and then starting there. Um, but it sounds too long as I'm listening to it. Yeah. That this, was, you know, that was, yeah. that was my thing. It was like, yeah. uh, I, I, I put in my notes here. You talk a lot about what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, like, I noticed, and, and, yeah, and then we're yeah. going to talk about this. And, and for me, it actually, I'm just going to play this again because it was awesome. I would have just stopped here. Rage is contagious and it creates distance, disaster and divorce. But anger expressed appropriately equals energy, intimacy and serenity. That's a quote by bestselling author John Lee, who I interview in today's podcast, podcast number 43. Hit it, Michael. There we go. Okay, so that's what I need to do. I've got t- way too wordy. As I was listening to it, I'm like, oh my God, shut up. <laughs> well, I, Eric, so, I'll, I'll let you take off here a little bit on this. <laughs> it's interesting. Dave and I do not compare notes before we get on the show. We create yeah. notes independently and then we get on the show and it never fails that we are almost identical because I would have cut it the exact same spot. And that's mm-hmm. what we talk about today. Boom, hit it, Michael, right into him. And then I'd come out of him saying, hi, I'm Susie. Here's all the deal. And then I would give the the three things we're going to learn about today are A, B, and C. Okay. Um, if, you, if you ever watch or listen to professional people like uh, Howard Stern interview somebody or uh, Jimmy Fallon introducing his guest or David Letterman or somebody like that, the very last thing they say in the introduction is the guest's name. Because that's like the big reveal, the guest's name, the big applause. Here's the guest. So if you give the quote and you go, that's a quote uh, from our guest today. He's a best-selling author. Uh, today, we're talking about anger, anger. Uh, let's welcome in uh, John Lee. Boom. And then <sighs> crowd goes wild. And then that's yeah. it. Okay. Uh, so give his credentials. Give the reason he's on the podcast. The reason people should care, and it shouldn't be two minutes and 20 seconds of reason we should care. It should be probably three sentences. You know, the the fact that he's taught in 40 different cities and is, uh, you know, he he likes to wear pink neckties. uh, All that stuff doesn't, 
lend to his credibility. The fact that he's a best-selling author, um, you know, he's been teaching this stuff for 47 years or whatever he's done. He's got seven books out and we're happy to have him today to talk about uh, anger and uh, what to do when you're angry. Please welcome John Lee. And then, and then we're into the interview. Mm-hmm. And then, so hit the ground running. So yeah, I would have, I would have, uh, because I thought right as you go, hit it, hit it. And Michael and Michael does the intro and then you come back. I expected him to be there. I expected like, oh, oh yeah, okay, okay. We're into, we're into the conversation. The other thing with the two minutes and 20 seconds prior to Michael coming in, being new to the show, this is my first episode. You know, I, I'm just, Ooh, look, I discovered a new podcast and I hit play. Uh, I felt like I was, I felt like I had a, a series of motivational tapes or, or management learning tapes. Like I, I, I've got this, Oh, look at this class. And I grabbed tape number six and put it in and hit play. And I was like, Oh, wait a minute. What I, I need one through five to figure out where I am. I felt okay. like I, I jumped into the middle of the conversation. It okay. Was so all starting good. with a quote is not good. No, no, it's uh, great. Okay. It's great. Just make it short. Tight. Okay. You know, tease okay. me, create some anticipation of what's to come. Got it. So that quote you had was fantastic because yep. I was like, yeah, okay. I want to hear more. Yeah. But then we treaded water for two minutes. Yeah. You know, and okay. I'm like, okay, by the time we got to the hit it, Michael, I forgot what the quote was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Got so it. it. Your content was great. It just needed to be rearranged sure. a little bit. Okay. And got you know, it. I, we needed to take Michael and put him back up two minutes earlier, right after the quote and take that two minutes of stuff and put it after your, Hey, I'm Susie. And here's what we do. Introduce the podcast itself and then introduce the episode. Got it. Okay. And if you're going to give me a little tease, truly make it a tease, which is create some anticipation of what's to come and make yeah. me want to stick around with it. If you're just like, Hey, coming up, we're talking to John Lee. That's just a promotion. That's not really a tease. You didn't create any anticipation. Your quote there at the beginning creates that anticipation for me. And okay. so I loved all of your content. I just wanted to cut it into about five sections yeah. and rearrange it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little wordy too. That's one of my <laughs> the thing that, um, spots. <laughs> I, I like the whole production of the, the actual intro. You know, it's for leaders and development. And, and I was like, wow, that's well done. But you do something way later in the episode where you explain how you met Michael like, I don't know, back in the seventies or something. It sounds like you guys sound like it's, it's like forever ago. And you're like, and I still have that material. I'm like, that's the introduction. You could say today we're uh, talking with a guy. Cause that's, I, I mean, I know he's got credentials out the wazoo, but I'm always like, why did you bring him on? Because yeah. I, I trust you. So yeah. the fact that he well, went like to that. Harvard and blah, 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 and 80 million people and he's, bronze statues and his names and I, why did you bring him in and so if you'd said today we're going to talk about anger and i took this guy's course 18 years ago i still have the material it's that good we're going to be talking to him about you know the detour thing but that would have to me hooked me in okay and, that's and good because because to me it sounded like you're you're excited for this guy but you're trying to like give me all this stuff to make sure i don't tune out like I did this and then we're going to talk about this and then we're going to talk about this. And then later we're going to talk about this and you're doing that, I think to kind of hook me in, but in the process, it's not, I'm like, okay, can we just get to the guy? Yeah. It's, it's like, I hate, <laughs> I hate when, when I get an audio book and they go like, I've bought the book. I've bought the book and chapter one is, and then later in episode 13, we're going to talk about this. And I'm like, I've, I bought the book. If you could just get to chapter one, we will eventually get to chapter 13. <laughs> 
But in the meantime, they're like, and then later we're going to talk about this. And then we're going to, I'm like, okay, can we, can we just talk about that? So, um, okay. It's very difficult to interview somebody we know really well or our friends Mm. because we don't know what the audience doesn't know. And sometimes we don't introduce them enough. And sometimes we introduce them too much. Like we go through their entire background because we know everything about them. And I, you know, sometimes we get the desire to let the audience know how much we know about them. And then sometimes we, we fear that, you know, if I don't give them everything, they're not going to know him as well as I do. And other times we don't give quite enough because we know everything and we just assume the audience does too. Mm -hmm. It's, it's difficult to find that, that happy medium to realize what you need to provide to your audience. Uh, so they are comfortable with the conversation and they know enough to give the discussion context. And it's, it's tough when you really know somebody, like if I was to interview Dave, it would be difficult because I know a lot about him. So I need to figure out exactly what it is about Dave that I need to tell my audience. So they're up to speed. Okay. It's a tough thing to do. Well, the other thing is you don't want to disrespect somebody's like background. So you always feel like, am I compelled to like, he gave me his bio, yeah. And then you're like, and, and what happens then is I've heard people do this, like Annie, Annie went to Harvard and then he did this. And then, and you start to like rush through it cause you know, it's so long. And then yeah. he did this and then it did that. And like, wait a minute, if, if you're blurring through this stuff, then it's Stop. really, it's yeah. probably not that important to your audience. Just pair the important stuff. Yeah. Exactly. So, so when I share his bio, I share too much. Is that in that too? <sighs> I kind of no. felt that way. Okay. There were some things in there that I thought, okay. Uh, you know, I think you, you talked about him speaking or teaching in, in you know multiple different locations whether it's i don't know 40 cities or 16 yeah, countries or something yeah. like that yeah. you know yeah. i was like i don't that didn't really lend credibility to what he does right you know, the fact okay. that he's been doing it for x years and has certain number of books the other thing you can do if you when you're bringing a guest on and they have something to plug plug it for them in the at the beginning because okay. studies show that only half of your listeners actually make it all the way to the end yeah. So if I'm bringing Dave on, and the reason Dave's coming on is because he has a new book, you know, I would introduce Dave. He's been podcasting since 2005. He's got a brand new book out. It's called uh, More Podcast Money. Uh, please help me welcome Dave Jackson. And then got that's it. it. So, you know, the other thing that does is in some cases, your guest is just thinking, where can I plug? Where can I plug? Where can I plug? You've already done that. So now they can yeah. like just relax and answer yeah. the questions and things like right. that. Have a discussion. Yeah. yeah. I don't um, do the intro. I do the just the interview with them, and then I mm-hmm. add the intro later, so they don't hear the intro. But still, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll do that. That's great. The other thing that that kind of came up, uh, and I just grabbed a clip because there was unfortunately a few of these, uh, and that is you have a problem with popping P's and H's. Uh, so here's yep. a cl- here's a clip. Be responding disproportionately to the situation. These tools have really helped. And so I think that this knowledge is important for everyone to know and for every relationship. And there was one where you were talking about priceless professional development. Yeah. And it was <laughs> like, it was like, bam, bam, so bam. What's up with that? Now, so I have um, uh, Electro Voice RE320 mic. Right. Well, I can do I that. I don't know if you can see. Yeah. Do you have, and you have a little pop filter. So, I have a pop filter. What's so, going on? Why is that happening? So I can do that. I mean, I can like right now, I always tell people point it at the corner of your mouth. So I'm actually talking kind of across it because a lot of people want to talk right into it. And right. now, now if you talk loud enough, that error is going to make it through to your microphone. 
And if I get it too far to the side of my mouth and now I go to read, I've got a direct line right to the, if I say peanut butter right now, or, or you know, happy to eat some peanut butter, I'm, <laughs> I'm going right around my windscreen. So you kind of got to get your mouth and then kind of, you. it's yeah. just good old mic technique. And that's hard okay. for me because I'm always okay. moving around and doing stuff. Yeah, I don't see uh, it too. Okay. But it's just so, one of those things that. I, got a, it, I have a decent mic. I do yeah. it with a, a Zoom H4N. Um, now the interview is not with the mic. The interview is on and let uh, me recording on Uber Conference because oh. I have so many non-techie people, and I'm also oh, but I'm going to show you something. My world, so I just need something where I can just plug it. I don't have time to think of other things. So, do you okay. use that headset mic when you do that? Um, I, d- I do use a, head mic, a headset mic with my phone. Um, but when you're wearing a headset mic like you are now, yeah, you're popping your peas a little bit now. What I would do is take that mic and move it down a little bit so it's below your mouth. So if you have it on like this, you want it down here like this, so you're talking over the top of it, almost like pointing right between your lip and the in the bottom of your chin, so it's kind of right in the middle there. Okay. Now you're kind of talking over it, so you're not putting it right in front of your lips and and okay. So I'm going to put it that way, and as we talk, you tell me if you hear peas, if you can. Yeah. I don't know if that works or not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know that like some of that basic stuff is not right because it's just in a hurry. It seems like all the time, but anyway, not an excuse. The other thing you can do, and I'm going to share my screen on this, is if you go to Uber Conference, which if you're looking for a free way to record a phone call, it's one of the. It's like the best. That's what I use. You're the one who told me about it. That's what I use. Well, here's what you can do when you when you go in and you make a conference. Yep. You can go in and use your microphone, so you get the cool, warm microphone sound. Right. Your your guest is there on the phone. Right. Be, because to me, when I heard you on the phone, my initial reaction was, "Ick." Okay. Because it's. I think it's. I don't know, Eric, what you think about this, but for me, in today's landscape of podcasting. I expect somebody to be on a microphone. And when I hear them both, it's weird. Be- well, well, we'll get to this too. Cause the first thing you got into was, was not my favorite contact content of the, the interview. Yeah. But um, when I hear dual microphones, I'm kind of like, or no, I'm sorry, dual phones and yep. nobody's on a microphone. I'm kind of like, Ugh. Eric, what are yeah. your thoughts on that? So no, nobody yeah. listening to my podcast is a podcaster. I'm, guarantee you that okay that's a good so point that's a point and not saying that you're not right but i'm just saying nobody's these are people listening in their cars or driving mm-hmm. here and there and they're all leaders and they don't know what podcasting is hardly but right i get you yeah yeah listening to john john actually sounded a little cleaner than you did on this particular episode so any way to any way to clean it up a little bit it just makes it a little more pleasant to the ears and and uh even for for the casual listener um, when it's on that phone, it's all that mid range and it, and it becomes fatiguing without actually realizing it when you listen okay. to it for a long time. Okay. Just because it's at that frequency. Yep. So far I'm not doing too good on my podcast. Oh, <laughs> oh there's, there's, there's plenty of good stuff. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not thinking it, but, okay, well, yeah, but that, these are things that I need to hear. So you're right. Well, this is yeah. another one that I want to, and I'm, I'm interested to hear what Eric says about this one. Uh, I want to understand before being understood your fun questions at the beginning of the interview. Um, they start, well, here's and what so they what I like. want to do now is just let's do some fun questions and then we'll go okay. into our topic, which is what to do when I'm angry and how the detour method can help. First, we can get to know you in a different way. What's your favorite guilty pleasure TV show? 
Well, it was Downton Abbey. So what's the thought behind the fun questions? Um, I had somebody do it with me and I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. You get to hear about them in a different way, but it doesn't sound like it landed is what you're saying. You didn't like it. Well, for me, I've actually, I was really interested to hear about anger management. Okay. Gotcha. And I'm like, and then you even now realize you've already done two minutes of the intro. Yeah. yeah. And then a you lot did, of lead up. Yeah. And then you did a like, we're going to talk about the thing. We're going to talk about the thing. Um, so uh, it, in yeah. fact, you, you did a thing. I think I have a, a clip of this um, where you start to talk about John. And I think, oh, she's bringing on the guest. And then you, I think this is your, the teacher and you, anytime you mention a class of yours, you have to talk about what's in it. And so it was a little bit of a tangent. And then what was interesting is right out of the tangent, you came back with a great quote. And I was like, this is good information. It's just a little. So let me play the the clip I'm talking about. And that's why I wanted to talk about anger with John Lee. And in that class that I teach, the conflict class, there's a four-step process. And the third step always is to do an emotion check-in. And so what we always say is, you know, if you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, halt. Don't go have the conversation. Don't use this roadmap that I've given you for having the conversation yet. Go address your hunger, your angry, your lonely, your tired, halt before you go have the discussion. Which is a great point. Uh, and I was like, wow, that was great. But literally when you said, which is why I brought on John Lee, I was like, okay, here he comes. And then it was like, in this class of the four part, here's the third thing I do wham. And I was like, wait, what, what? And then when I listened, I'm like, but that's a really good point. You know, don't try to start talking to somebody when you're hangry. That's not going to work. The one thing I did notice though, you threw that in here. You said it about an hour later. And that's when I went, <laughs> mm, we really didn't need that. Then that could have been cut out. Susie, have you ever had one of the, uh, one of the gourmet cupcakes that has like uh three, four inches of cupcake and then three or four inches of frosting on the top. And you're like, man, it looks great, but it's way too much frosting. So I got to take a little bit of the frosting off. You're like that cupcake. You have okay. so much great frosting on it. I don't need all of it. I need about yeah. half of that. I need okay. about half of that That's frosting. Good. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, and with regard to the, to the intro that Dave was talking about, I love the questions. I love the playfulness. He, he had fun with it. Yeah. But I was with Dave and, and just like the intro, I want to cut it up and I want to move it. I want to okay. take those pieces and I want to move them move later in the, the show. End. Yeah. Move it toward I, the end. Yeah. I want Maybe. you to start with the best question you have. Okay. Got like, it. We did all the introduction. This guy's the, the, the best thing known to man when it comes to anger management. Welcome John Lee. Bam. Hit him with your best question. Got it. Okay. So we suck people in because if a study that was done at podcast movement 17 uh, showed when people bail on a podcast. Like if you start, if you hit play on a brand new podcast, how long do you give it before you go? Yeah, not for me. And you get out. Yeah. It's anywhere between 90 seconds and five minutes. Okay. When, before they go, yeah, this is for me and eject. So if we were to push play on your podcast and listen for just the first five minutes and then hit stop, go, all right, what'd you think of the interview? Well, we're not even to the interview yet. Like right. we still got another four minutes before John comes on. Got so it. You can't catch up to a slow start. And when we do these 
fun questions. They're fun, but it's a slow start. It's not, you're not delivering on the promise of the headline of your show. Okay. So I love the fact that we're doing them. Let's just, let's just hang on to them for a minute. Yeah. Those were were at the 10 minute mark. So we're finally getting to the guest. It's 10 minutes in and I'm learning about downtown Abbey. And I was like, is this a, is this a trick where she's trying to make me mad so I can, (laughs) Can oh, work wow. on my anger. I'm you like had a strong reaction. Uh, I was I was really not what I want. I was really wanting to hear about anger management because I've studied it, and I was like, oh, I, this sounds like a new kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah, this would be cool. And then he's uh, romance novels, and I'm like, okay, when, when are you going to get to the meat and potatoes? Um, you that was fu- a funny answer, though. The fact that yeah. he enjoys romance novels <laughs> that was and awesome. The TV was the TV is like a romance novel. Yes. Um, Right. You you finally did. I finally made a note. Seventeen minutes. You finally started talking about anger, and I'm to me. I'm like that's a little that's a little long because some shows they're done after twenty. Seventeen. We're just getting to the the topic, and I just went. That's where again. I liked the fun questions. I just would have put those at the end before we let you leave. Let's let's get to know you a little more outside of the anger world. What's your favorite, whatever ice cream okay. or whatever it is, and that whole nine yards. Um, so. Eric, what are your, uh, any other thoughts here on kind of the intro that I thought once you got to the anger stuff, I was like, okay. And that's actually when I went, Hmm, because my, my initial reaction of ick, it's a phone on phone interview was now I'm listening to it. And I'm like, Ooh, this is because when he said, uh, sarcasm is rage. I'm like, wait a minute. And what was interesting is I didn't agree with him. And uh-huh. I was like, wait a minute, huh? And then he's going on and he named the nine things and I'm like, wait a minute, that's not rage. That's just being, you know, and then when I finally got into it, I'm like, okay, I, it's for us, for me, at least it's a difference of uh, terminology, but I totally agreed with everything he was saying once I got to that. But I was like, had you started there? Yeah. I wouldn't have been like, ick. I would have been like, Oh, this is okay. This is sarcasm is rage. I was like, so uh, Eric, what did you actually think when you got there? A couple minutes into the show, once we got to talking about it, I I didn't think twice about the sound quality. The sound quality comment is just, if we're looking to improve, here's an opportunity yeah. to improve. Right. Is it a deal breaker? Yeah, Not really. You know, yeah. because, you know, I, nobody has ever told me, man, have you heard that podcast? Their audio <laughs> quality is fantastic. Their yeah. content's, uh, it's okay. <laughs> right. They're using an RE20. Holy crap. His, his mic right. sounds so crisp. I can't yeah. miss an episode. No. but. But I tell you, they'll listen through static trying to hear their favorite team's baseball game on an AM transistor radio <laughs> right? Uh, because the content is exactly what they want to hear. So the, once we got into the conversation, you, you, your show's an hour and a half long. And I once I got, we got into talking to him, I didn't think a, a second time about, man, they're both on the phone um, until at the very end when you come back in to wrap it up. That was when I went, oh, yeah, they were on a phone. It reminded okay. me. Okay. Um, so the content, the content, once we started getting into it was solid. I mean, you both know your stuff and you started to deliver on it. Okay. Yeah. I thought you did a good job of letting him. That's the other thing. You do a good job of asking a question and just letting him go. Uh, so I thought that was good. And you, you, he, I think pretty quickly defined what he, the difference between rage and anger was. And I thought that was great. There was, um, at the 39 minute mark, I thought you asked great questions of like people that were like for your listener. Cause first you went from how do I handle this as the angry person? And then I think it was later. Yeah. At the one hour mark 
um, how do you approach somebody who's who you feel has got an anger problem? And I was like, that was awesome. I was like, all right, now we're talking just great questions. And um, let's see. Uh, the only thing I thought that was interesting was he said he was uh, uncomfortable about at the end. You're like, uh, you know, I thought we had a great conversation. He's like, I wasn't real crazy talking about the actor. Did you think? Eric, do you think you should, she should have pulled out? Cause I was like, I don't know if I would have pulled it or not. Cause you guys are old buddies and friends. Maybe he was just pulling your leg. Um, did you talk about that at all? Susie later, was he serious about that or we, we never talked about it. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know he's like, I was kind of worried about talking about the actor and I was like, Oh, I guess we could have pulled that, but uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think- I'll edit the, edit the podcast. I have somebody else do it. Okay. Um, and so a lot of times once it's done, unless they specifically said they didn't like something, I'm go- I'm on to the next right. 10 million things I'm doing. So, <laughs> you know, like done, but I could have, I could have edited that out if he was uncomfortable. Yeah. I should have. Yeah. I, I thought it was great when he said he wanted Will Smith to play him. I thought, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. But then he goes into the, the whole Why? racial thing. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I it, it, was, it was a fantastic uh, part of the conversation and it really kind of, got into who he was. Yeah. Um, yeah. As I got my MBA, we would, I would go through a lot of this management stuff and how to handle conflict resolution and things like that. And I found myself always learning by examples. Uh, when my professor would give me examples or, or we would role play or something mm-hmm. like that. And as I listened to a lot of the discussion and the theory that the two of you were sharing on this episode, I was wishing that you would have included more stories and more examples. And okay. I wish you would have reached into him and, and tried to pull some of those out. At one point in time, he says, uh, he says, you know, the owner was talking to his supervisor and blew up on his supervisor and went off on yep. him. And then he got up, went straight into the warehouse and started going off on those guys. Yep. And I thought, yeah, okay, great. Like, tell me more stories like that. Like bring okay. the stories, give those examples. So it, it brings the principles to life and really, draws the picture for me because he there was one time i can't remember if it was you or i think it might have been you that said it you said something like you know i had the worst role model in the world growing up i have that clip anybody can figure out how to have straightforward conversations you know that i can address it i had the worst role models on the planet (laughs) and i was like great yeah okay tell me that story and I and we just moved on into the principle and i was Uh, i I don't i don't know who the role model was i don't know what made them a bad role model? I thought there was a, a missed opportunity to tell a story okay. to, and, and he has a similar experience. And yeah. you know, tell me more about that. Tell me about a time when you when you saw this in action and it really worked, or tell me when uh, when this might have happened. Uh, tell me about a time when you tried this and it didn't work. You know, and he could he could draw those principles out in story and make me visualize them in my head uh, rather than just be in theory. Gotcha. Yep. The only other thing I saw that I was like, hmm, was it it really sounded about the 54 minute mark where you guys had wrapped up because you'd gone through his nine things and this was this and rage is that and oh, great. And here's your book and the book is here and yada, yada, yada. And thanks so much for coming on and blah, blah. blah. And I looked down, you had 32 minutes left and <laughs> there was about six minutes of what I would just call reruns where you, you talked again about um, not everybody knows the difference between rage and anger. Uh, there was something else. And all of a sudden, and so there was like this weird six minute mark. 
And that's when I said it was great because you turned it right around. And that's when he started asking the the other questions about um, how to approach people and things of that nature. So it was just to me, it was just like there were six minutes. So I was kind of like, yeah, we've already talked about that. Yeah, we've already oh, okay. talked about that. OK, and we already talked about that. Um, okay. It wasn't it wasn't horrible. It was just for me as an editor. I'm like, mm, I don't know if that that added anything okay. to the, the thing. But other than that, uh, it was great. I thought I was kind of at the same spot because I was listening to it in the car and I got wherever I was going and you were right at this point. And I thought, oh, perfect. I'm, you know, we're getting ready to wrap up. And I looked down and I still had 33 minutes left on the, on the show. And I was like, holy, okay. Maybe there's like a, another segment. Like maybe we go into like this week in management or something. And, and when I got back in and started listening again, there was a whole nother portion of the interview that we still had left to go. Yeah. And this is where, you you came in to do what I call the Jerry Springer, which is, uh, hey, let's talk about what we learned today, which is a great idea to kind of summarize. Because sometimes, especially if you have a great guest and they're just knowledge bomb, knowledge bomb, and you're like, hey, this was great. Let me remind you about the great value you just received, I- except you almost sounded like you tried to summarize the instead of like, here's my big three takeaways. Yeah. You tried to summarize everything you talked about. And it was again, and we talked about this and that was really good. And then we talked about that and then we talked about, and it was like, it really sounded like you were kind of trying to summarize the whole thing as opposed to here are the three things that stuck out to me. And that's where it gives you an opportunity to go uh, to share a story, you know, or even if it's just one thing, you know, the one thing that really stuck out about this was sarcasm, man, if somebody pushes my buttons, I'm just Captain Sarcastic, and I now know that that's rage, and I need to go back and maybe ask those questions that we talked about and maybe just wrap it up. Eric, did you have any kind of reaction like that? Yeah, I thought it was a nice recap of the discussion at the end, but but Susie, the overall arching principle of of the feedback that I'm trying to give you on this episode is I love your content, and I think everything that you have in here is fantastic, but I can squish it down from 90 minutes into 60 minutes by yeah, definitely. by taking out some of the stuff that we repeat and things like that. You know, the, the introduction, that's a little too long. Um, yeah. You, you are incredibly knowledgeable about the subject matter and you know a lot and I, you want to give me everything. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Give me what I need. And, and, we don't have to recap the whole thing. Let's <laughs> let's recap the the bullet points that I need. I'll help you so much; it'll drive you crazy. <laughs> yeah, so I, it, a little bit of editing, uh, and yeah. and that will yeah. come. You know, as yeah. you do this sort of thing, as you listen back to your show, yeah. It, and that's why I, I encourage podcasters to listen to their own show and listen to it like three or four episodes back, because you forget all of the yeah. excuses of why yeah. you did things. Yeah, you know, you yeah. think, oh yeah, well I did that because I had to do the thing. You know, yeah. but if you, if you listen, yeah. if you listen four episodes ago, that's like a month ago, you forget all of the excuses that you made to yourself. Yeah. And, and then you go back and you listen to it in real time and you go, holy cow, that's that intro is like two and a half minutes long. Yeah. I <laughs> and, thought that when I when I re-listened to it, before right. when I sent it to you, I thought, oh, that's too long, you know. And so, so I had as, that. Yeah. as you right. listen to your show and you realize those sorts of things, they'll be in your mind and it won't come instantly, but over time you'll learn how to self-edit yourself as you're going along and you, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden in your head, you'll say, I'm, I'm starting to repeat myself. We need yeah, to move on to the enough. next point. Yeah. You yeah. know, if you find yourself saying, well, like I said, or as I said before, 
Yeah. Well, all that's telling you is I'm saying what I've already said and I should be <laughs> yeah. moving on. Yeah. But it really does, to me, the thing I hear that's coming out is you really want to help people. And that's where you're like, and this is one other thing we talked about. And did you, did you get that? All right. Cause we're going to talk about it. Did you get, you're, you're just making sure. And that's what I love about it. And you're, you're, you're very authentic through the whole thing. That's the other thing I love. I love your laugh and your giggle and everything else was, was great. When you get towards the end, it's, um, I, I, I named this night of a thousand call to actions. <laughs> Um, yeah, I know. I was listening it, to all your review shows. You're like one call of action. Yeah, well, I was like, okay, I never do just one. I don't right, know. The so, one. so here's the thing: when we had you fill out the form of what you actually want your people to do, yeah, uh, one of the things you want them to do is is call you for a free counseling session. Yeah. And I'm like, fantastic! Right here at the end, let's put a bow on it and say, you want to get in? Let's call me. And so I'm listening, and and we're we're going through. Dave will play it here, but. You know, listen for the call to action to call me for a consultation. I just look look down. It it is four minutes and 28 seconds long. Don't play it. Don't play it. Play a little. Just a little. You know, words don't teach. Life experience teaches. So listen to this stuff. We say a lot of words, right? Now go put it into action the next time you feel out of sorts around somebody. Or call me and we'll walk through it together. And you'll be surprised where you land and now how you're ready to have a solid conversation that builds the relationship, doesn't destroy or break it down. Pitch the free call. Yeah, that's I'm going to say. That's where you're like, (laughs) that's where it's great. But instead, we say a lot of words, right? (laughs) Now, go put it into action the next time you feel out of sorts around somebody or call me and we'll walk through it together. And you'll be surprised. Where you land and now how you're ready to have a solid conversation that builds the relationship, doesn't destroy or break it down. There are some books that John Lee has, and I'm going to have links to these in the show notes at pricelessprofessional.com forward slash anger. One book is The Anger Solution, The Proven Method for Achieving Calm and Developing Long-Lasting Relationships. So if you are one of the nine out of ten who avoids conflict, Get this book. So, Eric, where would you have her put those? Either after the end of the interview. Well, I don't know that. I don't know that we need to go through all of John's books. We we talked about two of them in his interview. Yeah. Um, and he's got fantastic books. But the the first one was the one we talked about a lot, and the the book on anger. We could say, you know, we mentioned a few of John's books in the interview, um, and. Uh, he's They're in got, the show notes. He's got yeah. five total, and I put them in the show notes for you. And Damn. we're going to get to your show notes in a minute. Uh, your show notes are fantastic. Yeah. Um, and you have everything there that anybody could ever possibly need listening to your show. And that should be your call to action. If you yeah. want information on a, on a free consultation with me uh, or anything we talked about today, head to the website such and such slash anger. It's all right there for you. Okay. That's the call to action. Just with that period. send them yeah. there because yeah. everything you have is right there. Your show notes are have every single link you mentioned in the Absolutely. show. And, yeah. and the thing I love about your show notes is it's separate from the transcription. I don't have to go through the entire transcription to find it. Yeah. It's like at one hour and seven minutes, we talked about this. Here's the link and here's the other link and here's the book title. And, you know, at 47 minutes, we talked about this and here's the link. So, you know, I, 
Usually at the end here, I like to count the call to actions and I say, Hey, you know what? You had 13 calls to action. Uh, I couldn't count your calls to action. I know too and many. We, just, yeah. we started talking about Twitter and Facebook and yeah. his books and your books. And I was like, Holy cow. Yeah, it went on forever. Cause it but, was nice that you were kind of pimping John. Yes. And then I think you went into you. And then I just remember it was Facebook and Twitter and. And then finally you get to the voiceover guy who then does a nice job of pointing out your website, but it was, it was a lot of, of call to actions. And I was just like, okay. Mm. Okay. so it's the, and, and for the record, I have that same exact problem. I always like, <laughs> I'll add one more and one more. And I'm like, stop me before I do another call to action. Yeah. That's my favorite part about Dave's show is he catches himself doing it. And he's like, all right, since I've already put six in, here's another one. Here's another one. Okay. One, I'm going to work on one. I've been, yeah. I've been listening to your shows. I'm like, okay, that I know I don't that right. Okay. Yeah. Got yeah, your it. website is such a fantastic resource um, with all of the content that you have on there and it's clean. Yeah. Uh, I would just make that the, you know, if you need anything out of today's show or you want to set up a free call with me, head on over to the website and just mm-hmm. give them the link because that's, that's the one call to action. That's the thing you want people to do. You want, yep. we, we want to convert listeners into clients and the only way we're going to do that is to get them to the website yep and then we're at the website now and i i love the fact that you have a play button above the fold so i don't have to search for it and then as eric said your show notes i don't know who's creating these i don't know if you want to give somebody a plug but holy cow i have a virtual assistant all right because she does it it just gives the overview of here's what's in it and then down at the 955, they talk about this, and that's where you can see the, the even the questions and the answer of what they said. And everything is, uh, you've got this nice orange kind of uh, color theme going along, and everything ties in with the colors. You've got share buttons over on the left-hand side. And then this is what I was really happy to see. When I hear anybody say, we're going to talk about the nine things, blah, 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 I'm like, you better have the nine things on your website because nobody's going to remember all nine of them. And the people that really want to get into this, are going to go back out to the website. So I thought that was great. The one thing that, and this isn't wrong uh, because you've got the links here and you've got, uh, I thought it was great that you have a a link to the the courses you were talking about. Um, You only have one link down here to Apple. So I would throw in one to maybe Google podcasts or something like that. Okay. And and then the other thing you might want to do just for giggles is I must've missed it when I was scrolling down wherever your transcript is. Yep. Okay, here it is. You have it yeah. on Amazon S3. And since you're hosting with Libsyn, yeah. you, you could upload it to Libsyn as a file for download only. And okay. what that means is it doesn't go to iTunes. The only people that get that PDF are people that you give the link to. Well, you're putting the link on your website. And what that enables you to do then is track how many people are downloading your transcripts. Okay. Because you might be putting out a boatload of cash for transcripts and you're getting like four downloads a month. And yeah. that's when you can go, hmm. Uh, the other thing, I did not open, shame on me, your transcript. When I do that, because a lot of people, no, you got it right here. Beautiful. I see so many people will do a PDF and then they don't link back to the website in the PDF yeah. because yeah. people can share this and do whatever they want. And I'm like, there's no, people go, this is great. Where'd it come from? Yeah. And so you've done a great job with that. So that's, uh, yeah. your website is stellar. And this is a great example for me because I was like, okay, I went to, you know, uh, pricelessprofessional.com slash anger, and that took me right to the show notes. And this is a, an example because sometimes people struggle with this. 
when I go to your main website, this is your business's website that has a podcast. It's not a podcast website that promotes your business. Because if you go here and you're actually looking for the podcast, you've got to go way to the bottom. Well, it's up at the top too. But in not the word podcast. No, uh, resources. It's under resources. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah so go. you gotta yeah. you gotta hunt for it. Yeah. Uh, but I saw it at the very bottom when it's fine down here. But and I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm okay. just saying this is this is this is obviously this is your business and your business right. is the most important thing. Right. So because some people go, well, what do I do? And I'm always like, well, we have to determine is your website for your business yeah. and you have a podcast or is your podcast the primary thing that you're hoping to promote your business? And in your case, it's obvious. No, this yep. is your business website and you have a podcast. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and even here, I love the fact that you've got contact, the things you want people to do, hire me for coaching, for training, get certified. Everything is right there. Uh, the only thing, if there's a way to put podcast up here, if you wanted to, cause right. I had to, I had to dig for it and that was yep. it. And yep. I just, I just thought, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that's again, other than that, it's again, it's a, I don't know how, where you got this video done. The video is well done and everything's great. And you've got all these cool pictures and things sliding in. And again, we've got the cool orange and purple uh, navigation. Uh, Eric, any other comments on the website? I thought the website looked fantastic. I love the clean look. It's easy to find everything. Uh, Like Dave, I had to kind of look around to figure out where the podcast was. I, I hovered over um, training first and I didn't see anything pop down there. So then I moved up into the resources section and, and found it. It didn't take me too long. You know, it was like the second or third thing I looked at. Um, so it wasn't too difficult to get there. Um, but overall, the look of the podcast page and the look of the the website overall, I love the cleanness about it. Even when you go to just podcasts, Dave, click on resources and then podcast. And you oh, see this is the, the directory page. This is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This I page love the lip thing, that little tool yeah. right there. I the love point. that. Yeah, yeah. Whatever that is. That- the fact that you can, you can download it if you want, you can go straight to the transcript page. Um, you can head over to the article itself. Uh, I thought this was beautiful. The fact that you can see all of the, the podcasts listed right on the page here and find by topic over on the right. Um, this looks yeah. great too. It's not cluttered up with a whole bunch of other stuff. You know, so many people, I say, what do you want people to do when they come to this page? Oh, I want them to push play. And I go, okay, why do you have 17 other things they can do here? Why not just the play button? If that's what you want them to do and what you you've cleaned this up tremendously, there's not a whole lot of things for me. To, if I come to this page, I'm going to listen to a podcast because that's what you have on this page. And I, and I love that. I love the cleanness about it. The other thing you do a really good job of is your, as I saw somebody today that literally their, their episode titles were episode one, episode two, episode three. And I'm like, nobody is Googling episode 16. (laughs) So, you know, you have things, five reasons why employees fail, Um, you know, leadership as a coach skill, Uh, all these great titles that really kind of, again, you, you treat them like a headline, you know, demystifying and understanding trimetrics which is uh, to me, I'm like, that sounds, I don't know what trimetrics is, but we're going to demystify it. So it's that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. 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 So, which is great. Cause that ties in with your certification. Yeah. Um, and so I just thought when I went to this page, I was like, okay, I don't see this all the time. And that's really cool. And I even love the fact on the side where this, this whole page is, how do you want my podcast? I've got it in, you know, it's Baskin and Robbins here, which, which flavor do you want? Right. They all lead to my podcast. You want it on 
team building? Do you want uh training ROI or hiring? Or do you want the trans it's, I was like, wow, that's somebody put some time into that. So yeah. do you want to listen to it here? Do you want to download it? You want to go listen to it on Apple podcasts? Yeah. However you want it, we'll dish it up for you. Yeah. So now so. I just got to get the quality <laughs> better and tighter. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, when I when I talk about podcasts, I'm big on momentum and I want people I want the momentum of the show to continue to move forward because it, it you're either moving forward or you're moving backward. You, right. Interest is either rising or falling. Interest is never remaining level. Right. And so we want to keep the momentum of the show going forward. We want to continue to uh, we want to continue to make interest in the show rise. And right. in order to do that, we can't hit these lulls and these slow points. Yep. And so all I'm trying to do is get you to tighten it up a little bit and keep yep. moving forward. Yep. That's you why know, I did this review. I need to know these things. So it's you, great. You have great content and the interview is fantastic. I, your interviewing skills are strong. Your presentation skills are strong. I just want to tighten it up a little bit tighten and say, up. all right, you no longer have an hour and a half to do this presentation. You now have 60 minutes. So yep. figure out how you're going to keep things going. You know, it's you're. They've brought you in. Uh, they're giving you an hour in this conference, and you have the hour to do it. You, yep. you, you've just created a ninety-minute presentation. You're going to have to figure out what to take out and tighten yep. it up a little bit to get there. That's a perfect uh, example because that's what I do all the time. But I'm yeah. not doing it on the podcast, at least not in that episode for sure. Um, so okay, yep. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like your live presentations. You want to keep yep. the audience engaged. Tight. Yeah, you want to yeah. keep things moving forward for them, and that's yeah. the same thing. Sometimes we get on a podcast and we feel, oh, the restraints are off. I can do whatever I want. We can be on here as long as we want. Well, (laughs) maybe as long as you want, but not necessarily as long as they want. They're going to listen. Yeah, you're right. Your your content's great. Let's just kind of tighten the belt a little bit. Okay, got it. I'm sure you've been in that situation where you walk into a conference and you think you you have an hour to do a presentation. They go, oh, no, it's actually just 45. And you go, oh, because the first thing you have to figure out is like, okay, what's the main subject of this podcast or this yeah. presentation and what's going? And yeah, that's really, why cutting out. Yeah, and that really yeah. it really helps you decide on like, okay, what's what's really the meat yeah. and potatoes of this presentation? Because I'm with Eric. I thought, like I said, you asked some really good questions when you got in there. And I was like, oh, this is exactly what the listener wants to hear. And this was great. And mm. I, I loved your bubbly personality and, and everything else. It was just, there's the same things. I was like, well, we could have lost about six minutes here. We could have tightened that up yep. and yep. Th- just a little bit. And you're good. And like we said, the website was wow. And uh, so, okay. yeah, you so. got a great cupcake. There's just a little too much frosting. Yeah. <laughs> Another good analogy. <laughs> yeah. Good at that. That's yeah. good. So, I like it. Yeah. Did, did you have any questions for us? Um, I was trying to think if there's things, I feel like there's things on Libsyn that I'm not using. Like what you just said about the file to download. There's that. Uh, you are set about- up because being that I work for Lips and I went in and looked, yeah. you, you do have Spotify set up, so that's good. Yep, I, yep. Uh, you I had have, Shauna check that recently. Yeah, yep. you have all your links in your show settings, so those show up on on your player. So if I were to go back to your website and click on the player, I could subscribe right there on the player, which is cool. Those yep. are the things that people usually miss. So okay, uh, from okay. what I saw, everything was pretty much you know as long as you're in. I don't think you're in TuneIn, or at least you didn't have a link in there. I did. Okay. That's one where you can take your, just your standard classic lips and feed. Uh, If you go to, I hate their website. Now, if you go to tunein.com at the very bottom and it's one of those weird websites where you scroll to the bottom and then the bottom moves, 
And you're like, wait, yeah. that, then you got to scroll down yeah. again. Okay. And at the bottom, I think they have a link for podcasters and then another link on the left-hand side where you submit your feed. And it's really goofy how they do this because... I thought I did that. I submitted my feed one time because it was something you shared or somebody shared. It could be. You know what? Let me, okay. Let's answer this question live. Okay. Because okay. um, all you have to do is go over and search, but... Uh, uh, um, maybe I didn't. I'll go back and look. I think one weekend I was playing around and just seeing... So. Well, the, the reason that one's kind of, um, oh no, you're in there. I am. I okay. will, I will, I will copy the link and, um, send that to you so you can throw that into Lipson or, or oh. I'll, I'll somehow I didn't put it in Lipson, but yeah. I am in there. Okay. I yeah. probably never followed up. And the reason okay. that's handy is, uh, that's the default place for the woman in the tube. I don't want to say the name, uh, from Amazon that you can say, Hey, What's her name? Play Wake Up Eagle oh, Workforce. Yeah, she's gonna and, talk. And she will I do know. it on Tune In. Yeah. So A N L E X A. Yeah. Good old <laughs> her. The woman in the tube. <laughs> so, um, um yes. But any uh, other questions for us? Um and then in re- regard to I'd like to be a really great interviewer. So what I heard from you all is um, one, drill down on some of the don't let any of the pieces slip away when you've got a good story opportunity. Tell me more. Um, cut out the extraneous stuff. What else in regard to being a great interviewer? Listen for great follow-up questions. You know, the, the thing about an interview is if you're in the moment and you're really, really listening and you're asking great follow-up questions and a line of questioning comes to a dead end, you can always stop, look at your list of questions, pick one and start again and edit out that gap. Uh, you don't have to worry about, oh, I have to be ready with the next question as soon as he's done talking. Did it appear you, that I was doing that? Or you, you might miss that? something. No, I, I just, I, that I will know. help you get into um, the storytelling. Okay. You know, when he says okay. something like, like, uh, um, you know, I, the, when, the line that you had, the fact that uh, you grew yeah. up with the worst role model ever, you know, then yeah. you could say, Oh, who was that? Or how did that shape, you know, tell, tell me that story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. You know, tell me about a time when you blank or tell me about a time when that failed or yeah, yeah. Who, who influenced you the most about with that yeah. or yeah. You know, how did, how did this all come about? How did it shape your life at the get go? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, and when you can get your guests to tell stories, it's so much more engaging because now your listeners are creating that theater of the mind and really going places yeah. with you. Got it. Yeah. Yep. Everybody has their own style. I usually have my, the questions that I think I'm going to ask on a piece of paper. Yeah. And then I have a blank piece of paper in front of me with a pen and I make sure a, not to sit here and do this 500 times during the recording <laughs> yeah. that will drive yeah. your editor nuts. Um, but then I ask that first question and then it's just a matter of listening. And, and just like Eric said, then if there's no place to go from that first answer, then I just go back to the list and, and go okay. from there. And um, okay. so, but, um, okay. Yeah. And, th- and the other thing too, is I forget who I was talking to, but I asked them a question and I said, have you ever had a time where something, it was so a, I was asking a yes or no question, which is typically not a, a great way to go. And I asked them and they said, no, I've never done that. And so at the time I was like, in my head, I'm like, well, there's edit point number one. Um, <laughs> yeah. but that's something if yeah. you do, if you do ask somebody, a question and for some reason you think it's going to lead to a story and instead they just go nope never happened uh you can always, you can edit always that edit out. that out yeah. yeah 
Yeah, I kind of I haven't been taking advantage of that. I have a a guy who will edit. I just get in a hurry, like you know, just getting it all together, and then I'm kind of like, okay, it's recorded, it's done, out of here. So, yeah. but that's I need to all this work. I need to make it better. In fact, it makes me want to. I think I'm going to go back and edit uh, this episode, so it's not so long. <laughs> Gonna have him edit it. We made her all self conscious now. She's gonna. <laughs> well, I'm not self conscious. Well, maybe self conscious, but also I don't want to, no. um, you know, bore people or yeah. annoy people or turn some people off or you know, not get to the good stuff. So that is one of the nice things. I just put out an episode that I was kind of like, mm, boy, this this audio quality for my podcaster audience. Boy, talk about a tough crowd. Yeah. Oh and yeah. I, I can't and imagine. I, and I recorded a guy. It was not a planned interview. He just happened to pop on. And he was using the built-in microphone in his laptop. And I'm trying to make that sound good, which is not an easy thing. And I, I ran out of time and put it out. And I had somebody go, that was not your typical Dave Jackson audio. And I'm like, mm, maybe I should have gone back and tweaked that just a little more. But uh, in the end, I did have a lot of people say, I really like the content. But every time that guy talked, my ears were going, ow. So uh, you're allowed to go back and tweak it. I'm going to do, yeah. um, I had, I played, originally I played my speech from the Hall of Fame. Well, that was recorded on an iPhone sitting in front of it. And now the official video is out from podcast movement. So I can pull the audio from that. I'm just going to go back and update the the okay. episode. So you can always go back and tweak it later if you, if you want to. Yeah. But Suze, okay. on the other hand, um, you know, podcasts typically get most of their downloads in that first week That's and true. trail off after that. And you've already put out three or four episodes since the one we just listened to. So the chances of you getting a lot more downloads and listens to that particular episode are probably slim. Um, You would probably be better served just putting these suggestions into place for upcoming episodes and just continue to make your content better on each show. When it comes to interviewing, uh, introduce your guest with a handful of sentences that explain exactly why he's on the show and give your listeners enough to provide some content context on why they should believe this particular individual start the interview with your strongest question that you have right get him to tell great stories and ask great follow-up questions and we're good yeah yeah okay yeah it's you had a lot of fun with him i love that part about it you sounded very comfortable with him and a lot of times when we're comfortable with our guests we tend to to talk a lot longer because it becomes a lot more conversational and uh in the back of our mind, we're not thinking about moving forward with the conversation because we're just, we're enjoying it because mm-hmm. we're friends. Mm-hmm. So um, this one was a challenge because of that, because you had that relationship. You know, if you're talking to somebody who maybe you're, you're just uh, acquaintances with, it might move a little faster for you. Uh, I, I thought it was great. The content's solid. That um, We just find some places here and there to, to pull yeah. it in. And it's not going to happen on the very next episode. It'll happen right. over time. Process. Yep. The, the more you go back and listen to your shows, the more you'll realize where you need to pull it in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a humbling experience. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I live every day. So I know it. Uh, one last question. I do uh, social media. I have my assistant does a social media run. So these things are, show up on LinkedIn once a day and she cycles them. So they do. I don't know if I'm still, I don't follow the downloads. I don't even look at it hardly ever. Just, I'm just doing it to try to create good stuff. But anyway, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. I mean, I still run the content on LinkedIn and Twitter and uh, Facebook. 
all the, of the stuff from number one, you know, period, if they go in groups or whatever. You have to be careful on Twitter. Twitter has a weird algorithm now where if you keep sending the same tweet, like within a certain period of time, and I wish I knew the details on that, they will kind of go, hey, wait a minute, hold on a second, and they'll start smacking you politely. I'm not sure what that We're is. We're doing Hootsuite. We're using Hootsuite as the regulator or whatever. Okay. So hopefully, I mean, they kind of, I think they kind of help temper that. I don't know. Yeah, that's an aggregator, um, but uh, she does it every week. So they're, and they, and we mix them up. So we have like eight headlines from each episode that she mixes up. So I don't know. I don't know if you had an opinion if, on that. If you wanted to try and shorten it up just so it's out there and people can download it, I would go back and listen to it again and listen to it in maybe five minute segments or increments and go, okay, is that part really necessary for this? Like if you listen to the introduction of the show and we say, all right, bring Michael in right at where you say, After I say the quote, say, yeah. you, you yeah. say the quote and you say, today we're talking to, to John Lee on episode 37 and you give the title of the episode, hit it, Michael, listen to the rest of that and go, okay, if I take that out of the episode, am I missing anything? Right. And okay. if you're not, then get rid of it. And then okay. when you come back in after Michael does the introduction and you introduce yourself and your credibility, um, and then you introduce John Lee again, listen to that segment and go, okay, is there anything there that really is unnecessary that I could take out? Hmm. And then go to the end, leave the interview, you know, maybe take the, maybe take the fun questions and move them. I don't know how that would sound editing, but go to the end and your wrap up. Yeah. Listen to the wrap up and go, okay, is there anything there I can take out? And you might be able to save 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah it'd be better quality. Yeah. It's, it is evergreen content. Mm-hmm. You that know? is true. And I do send it. So if somebody's doing conflict resolution, I may send this to a coaching client yeah. or something. Okay. So I'll probably edit it. Okay. Well, and, then, and then just talk with your editor as you're listening to it. Go, okay, I need to edit at 256. The last, the last three words I want to say are on this yeah. episode. Then I want to make the edit there and I want to come back in at 9.54 and yeah. the first three words are going to be on the next episode and everything in between I want taken out. And Got it. see if your editor is comfortable editing from that. Then yeah. what he'll do is he'll take that and he'll start at the end of the episode and yeah. work his way back so he doesn't, so he doesn't lose the timing. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Yeah. Yep, I'm going to do that. Okay, that makes me feel better to be able to do that. Okay. I did have one question for you. Now that you've been doing this for a little while, are you seeing any business come in from your podcast where people uh, say, oh, I heard your podcast? No. Not yet. Okay. But what I do, it like, so I have pages for clients. Like, so I put the episodes on the page, you know, password protected pages for them. And so it's like extra content. So I know they're listening to it or mm-hmm. so I'll do a resolution class or this class and, all their contents there in the podcast. So, so it's a, a value added that way. So it's nice. paid for itself that way. So when I write a proposal, I say, you're going to get an audio that explains this or, oh, cool. you know, if you're, if they're taking a trimetrics training class, you get an audio. So it, it served its purpose there, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not getting much other, other input. I think you could, if you're interested in drumming up more business with the podcast at the beginning of the show, explain exactly what you do for clients and then tell them exactly how to go get that free consultation with you. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, I haven't talked about that at all. I don't think I, I I didn't hear it in this particular episode because I read it on your, on your bio that you sent us and I was thinking, okay, I'll get a little pitch on that during the show. And I didn't really hear it. And so if you, I would put it at the beginning because only half of the people make it to the end. Yep. 
So, you know, and it doesn't have to be a hard sell. It's no. just, uh, you know, I'm Susie. Here's what I do. Here's what my company does. If you'd like a, a complimentary 30 minute consultation, more than happy to give it to you. Head over to the website and get the information. Got it. On okay. today's episode, here's what we talk about. Okay. Got it. And if you do that consistently, after people listen to four or five episodes, they're going to go, I'm kind of liking what she's delivering. I think I'm going to take her up on it. Got it. Okay. And again, you can find Susie over at pricelessprofessional.com. You can find Eric over at podcasttalentcoach.com. Find me at schoolofpodcasting.com. And Eric, if somebody wants to get reviewed and, and Susie's got the seat all warmed up, how can they get reviewed on the show? We are always looking for great podcasters to come join us here on the Podcast Review Show. Just head over to podcastreviewshow.com. All the information is right there, and uh, you can shoot us an email, tell us about your show, and we would be more than happy to review your show right here and help you get better, just like we did with Susie. Thank you so much for listening to the Podcast Review Show. We'll see you again real soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning into our show. If you'd like to get reviewed, go to podcastreviewshow.com slash review me. Want to give us a review? Go to podcastreviewshow.com slash iTunes. Links to today's podcast, along with ways for you to connect with us, can be found at our website at podcastreviewshow.com. Looking for an in-depth review? Need some podcasting pointers? Sign up for a coaching session with Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world one download at a time. Hey, it's Dave. Thanks for sticking around here. Again, this is not the norm, but we've kind of got a time-sensitive issue here because this webinar is March 21st about book launch secrets. It's myself and Thomas Umstadt, and then he's going to talk about this course. And it's going to basically go over everything you need to know about launching your book. And you'll learn proven principles and methods to help your next book or get your first book off the ground like a rocket. Thomas, the same way that I live and breathe podcasting, Thomas lives and breathes books. And then what's beautiful about it is his kind of mentor, James L. Rubart, it's kind of like getting Han Solo and Yoda at the same time. And the reason I think this is so important is this is the last time they're teaching this course. Now, the webinar you're signing up for, absolutely free, and you're going to walk away with a lot of great ideas and an offer. We're not going to lie to you. They're going to talk to you and ask you to take this course. But there's so much value in just the free webinar. I wanted to let you know that it's going on and it's happening very, very soon. March 21st. Look at the calendar. Yeah, that's like, holy cow, it's coming right up. All you have to do is go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. That's schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. I can't wait to see you there.